0: The Askell Leaders Reading Podcast with Jeff Barton. Brian Lightman, and I'm now a freelance consultant after leaving Askell in uh, 2016. Yes, having been General Secretary through a a pretty extraordinary
1: time of transition actually because we saw the Coalition come in on your watch. Just before we talk about your book Lessons Learned just give us a quick reflection on what that felt like.
0: Well uh, it was incredible really because uh, coinciding with my appointment effectively Michael Gove appeared, the new government came in and we had that whirlwind of of reforms that continued for the entire period while I was General Secretary and we uh, tried our very best to influence everything we could but it was a very very turbulent period with all sorts of very very difficult negotiations including the pension reforms and of course the examinations and everything else.
1: Yes it was reform of pretty much everything and I think people perhaps forget just how different that was from the new labor era, even though we were at the end of the new labor era, there was essentially
0: a more consensual
1: approach, I think it would be fair to say
0: well, I think it was a complete transformation i mean I 've written before about the uh, the appearance of the DFE building which had had all those colorful uh, murals in the DCF time and, uh, and a, a very welcoming coffee bar in the entrance in the waiting room there, which was replaced by an austere Victorian school desk and uh, <laughs> and and, uh, and upstairs in the ministerial waiting room all the brightly colored pictures were replaced with sepia photos of uh, of a bygone era
1: Now you've written a, a book which is called Lessons Learned, A Life in Education and uh, writing a book is, is quite an effort
0: so what was it you were hoping to do through writing this? Well I just, it really it started a little bit by accident a few people had said are you going to write about your experience because I'd been in education for more than 30 years and I'd seen lots of things and of course my period with, with Ascle and so on I just started writing and I, as I, as I did that I became very aware of all of the different reforms that I've seen over the years, all of the different initiatives, none of which have been embedded. And yet many of them were good ideas and had lots of potential. And I thought there were lots of lessons that had been learned. So I started writing an account of my career, not really to be a a personal thing and some sort of ego trip. I really wanted to uh, to, to highlight what those things were and to look at the lessons that had, had come out of it. And I hope that some of the ideas and the suggestions that are in there as I reflect on those different things that I saw are useful to people who are currently working in education in one of the most difficult and challenging periods I've ever come across. Mm, Definitely
1: I think it's a really interesting read and its title says something because it's called lessons learned and then there's a question mark so immediately you're kind of kick-starting us and I think the risk of a book like that is it can feel very anecdotal, and you use your own experience. But what strikes me as quite distinctive about it is you then connect to, so what, what have I seen which is different and what can we learn from it? So you talk about the Welsh system at one point, for example, what can we learn from that? Just talk us through um, the idea of linking what you experience and then using that as a lens to look at what was happening nationally.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, uh, obviously I, I had a very varied experience working in a number of different schools in different parts of England and then in Wales. And, uh, and, and I think, you know, each, each time I, I, I saw those things, I think a lot came out of it. I learned a lot in that process and so you know just by reflecting on it i think you can see uh, that there are there are things that are are fairly universal and then when i went into policy uh, and started work, you know, uh, working for ASCL and, uh, and talking to uh, officials and ministers and things, I realised that there is absolutely no policy memory in the system. You know, when a secretary of state goes or an election takes place, everything from the previous one is literally forgotten or boxed up and put in the basement of the DfE or wherever they store those things. So, um, uh, you know, an example of this is that right at the end of the Labour government, Um, a a quite a a good, I think, careers strategy was produced for careers advice and guidance. And there was quite a high-powered working group with academics and all sorts of people on it. And a few weeks later, when the new government came in, and somebody mentioned careers, and obviously Michael Gove had a deep uh, dislike of uh, careers advice, um then uh, when I mentioned this and said well have a look at the at the report that was written and I accepted it, of course it's a different government and you will want to do different things but there might be some academic research and stuff we can draw from that they'd completely uh, forgotten about its existence and nobody and and it was quite beyond limits to look at it same thing happened with Nicky Morgan's work on character Mm -hmm. uh, where you know uh, that was the big drive then she went and it was not the next Secretary of State's priority, so that went away. And that's what happens each time. And so we, there are things, and they might be good ideas, we might be pleased to see the back of some of them, but those things disappear and we don't get a chance then to learn the lessons, which could be really valuable. And I think GCSE is a classic example. I went through the transition from O-level to the original GCSEs. I know what that was all like, I know what the bad things were, but I also know about the training that was provided, the support for schools and the time scale and, and how that helps you
1: um, finally you, you give us in uh, well you gave us in your role as general secretary but you, you reinforce it in the book uh, a f- particular phrase that's always resonated with me and that's the idea of constrained schools yeah. and there will be a lot of people we're, we're recording this on GCSE the night before GCSE results there are lots of people feeling constrained um, what,
0: what is a constrained school and what could we do to stop people feeling constrained yeah um a constrained school is one, uh, this is not about the individuals who work in it, it's about the context in which the schools work. And only today I've been reading um, some of the reporting about Progress 8 and how disadvantaged, schools in disadvantaged areas uh, suffer from the lack of contextualization of that. And schools that are like that, in that sort of context, have to look over their shoulders much more than schools that are in perhaps more privileged uh, contexts. And the result of that is that they, they lose the creativity And I think the the solution of that, and it can sound very glib, and I really don't want to do that, but it is about being bold and courageous and actually standing up for what the values and the vision are of the, uh, the collective values and vision of the staff in those organisations. And I think uh, this year, more than ever, we as a profession have really got to do that uh, because we know what's right. And I work in lots of schools at the moment and I only see professionals who care deeply about the young people they, they teach and they want to do the best for them. And they should have the, the courage to stand, for, stand up for their principles, I think.
1: Brian, the book is uh, Lessons Learned A Life in Education. Thank you very much for talking to us about it. It's
0: a pleasure. Thanks, Jeff.
1: The ASCII Leaders Reading Podcast with Jeff Barton.